Okay, you're gonna right. have to all be quiet again. Part three. You you can't say words. Oh, Paul, <laughs> shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of in, yeah. All right. That's so, all right. That'll. So that's, hard for us. Okay. Oh my God. So so we're okay. back. Part three. Electric Boogaloo. I'm ready. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um. So to nip it in the bud. I uh, I get to the I walk out to the edge of the um, the whatever that is the balcony the the yep you know, the, the, we'll call it the, the overlook yeah the the railing on the overlook and I stand there and I'm just kind of seething and looking at him and I'm waiting because I heard him tell him to fire and I'm waiting for these bolts to fly and. Because I know how long they take to reload. Ha! So, um... You're, let like, me... judging the distance, timing it out. And then... And are, is, Harbeck, are, is Harbeck and Ornella kind of on the... They may not be right next to me, but are they on the... I'm on the railing. I should have fucking healed when I had there. the chance. <laughs> no, it's fine. You yeah, were I've been on the railing the whole time. Yep. So right. yeah, as we're standing I'm with there, you. I'm with you. And I just say, if I die tonight, I die proud. I love you both. If you live, will you still be proud? I'll be a god. <laughs> you see, and I'm like, you see, like I'm like, yeah. Suddenly. It's like beginning weird. Yeah. Yeah. There's like no the, hint. The air of around humor. you is darker now. Yeah. Right. We can smell it on you. Right. This is like... This hunger. Like a wolf, if you will. Sort of. I will. So we see the this... Uh, in slow motion, we get a close-up on the crossbows and a further close-up on the actual fingers on the, the levers of the uh, rail bows. And they're depressed. And these coiled metal string uh, release and these... Thick. I mean, God, they look like railroad spikes, Thick. less than uh, actual crossbow bolts or arrows. Uh, slowly corkscrew inside of the uh, inside of the housing, getting this wicked spin, shooting actually sparks as they rotate and uh, rifle through the crossbow. And we catch a side shot uh, profile of you guys up on the roof and these bolts heading towards you. And we see Ornella turn to Orzok, and Orzok's his demeanor has completely changed. We actually see the like his uh, muscles twi- twitch and more veins. Uh, you think you see like something move under his skin, Ornella? You find yourself sitting in the dungeon of the Sandbridge family estate. <laughs> Yep. Or, well, of the uh, well, it wouldn't be the family's dungeon. It's the queen's dungeon, but uh, near where you are, uh, you hear footsteps come down the stairs. Um, you're covered in like burnt, uh, like ash. Uh, your hair is a mess. Um, you've got a bloody nose, and you've got a bruise on your head. Um, and you hear the jail door open, and um, you hear your father say. It's, let, I'll speak to her. <clears throat> Leave us be. And you hear the door slam, and then you hear the the 
plodding footsteps of your father walk down um, and you hear him as he approaches and then he comes into view in front of the in front of your cell and he's got his hands folded behind his back and he leans up against the wall that's opposite your jail cell and just looks up there's a small window way up high and looks up to the sunlight coming in I'm I've got like a piece of my hair in my fingers and I'm just twisting it kind of like shaking my leg a little bit really relaxed for a young girl being in a dungeon their whole crop Ornella I hope so you hope so do you understand the damage that you've done uh yeah that was that was the point father Ornella, you leave no end of frustration in my life. The Shavela family, their crop, it's one of the most important crop that the queen imports. It's mm-hmm. so important. Do you know why it's important? Do you know why? So they can charge the So the they can board. feed people, Ornella. So they can feed people. They're bad people. Everyone is. That's objectively not true. Oh, come on. Well, what did you call this? You burned everything. It's all gone. We have to... The queen has to... You... Sit there and laugh. Uh, noble born like yourself in this jail cell tossed around by a guard you've got a bloody nose good for you there's going to be people that are starving because of what you did I know they're already starving but at least they had a chance to get food but now there's there's nothing it's going to take weeks before that amount of food supply is going to be imported into the city Well, I hope this taught them a lesson. It taught me a lesson. Father. Listen, I have... I have done everything I could for you. Uh Uh-huh. Have you? I absolutely have. I pay... I pay for... I pay for your trainer. I pay for your education. I pay for you to go out on these errands. Now, our family's going to have to pay for all of this that you've wrought us. Don't you... Do you know how many thousands of coins this is going to cost to be replaced? The queen is going to hold me accountable. Not you. Me. Then tell her it was my fault. Tell her that I didn't want... I'm not going to let blame fall to my child, Ornella. As much as it pains me to say, you are my responsibility. They are bad people. And like I said, bad, everyone's got a little bit of bad in them. The Shavela family, yeah, they're not... (laughs) They they upsell to the lowborn. They... They... Make sure that only enough grain comes into the city so that it doesn't uh, depreciate the market demand for it. You're right. You're 100% right. But while being 100% right, you're also wrong in doing this 
People are going to starve because of this. Our family, this has cost us so much. I've finally been able to secure... I'm sorry. I know. I, I want this to be my fault. You don't... You don't have to take care of me. You, you, you act like everything, everything I do has to fall on your shoulders. I want to take responsibility for myself. I want to help people. And if that means burning an entire plot of land, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, at the time, it was a genius plan. Mm-hmm. No doubt. It's gonna... It's not like we can't... I have to pull your brother out of school. I can't afford the academy anymore. He's going to be thrilled. Well, at least he's got a lot more going for him, you know. I just want you to know that your decisions, they cost. Every decision you make costs in some way. And this one has cost me, so... Can we just go, please? We're done here. And you hear the loud uh, jail door open and uh, a uh, teal guard soldier walks down the steps, takes out a whole bunch of keys, slides them into the um, keyhole, turns the heavy tumbler in the lock and pulls the squeaky door open. And... uh, bows his head to Aldridge. <clears throat> Come on, Ornella. Let's go home. I don't... I don't want to marry him. <sighs> I thought if I did something... Well, the good news is you're not going to have to anymore. What is that supposed to mean? Well, they know that you burned all the crops, and I don't think the Shavelas are very enthused about their son marrying an arsonist. I like that. Don't... You have to say it out loud. He walks into the cell and extends a hand to pick you up off the ground. I stand up on my own. He smiles at you. As much pain and suffering and financial damage as you wrought me, daughter. I love how much you remind me of your mother. Let's let's go. And he, like, kind of flanks around to your back and takes his arm and, like, puts it around your shoulders and kind of cradles you a little bit and walks you out of the jail cell. So you come to, and all of these bolts are flying at you guys, and I'm going to say, um, well, miss, 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 hit, hit, hit. So three hits. Um, One of them, uh, two of them hit Azakir.
and yeah, two bolts like nail the the beast side, and it screeches in pain. And the remaining bolt hits one, two, three, and then four is. One hits you, Ornella. You come out of your daze, and a bolt sticks you right in the shoulder. You take 10 damage. Now, let's roll initiative. How much uh, damage did Azakir take? Uh, it took 20 damage. Okay. Crit. 20. Sweet. I rolled a That couldn't have been more perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just hold on to those numbers really quick. I've got... I don't care yet. Um, and I'll roll the Takari's initiative. Are you just going to keep track of what order and then you'll say, yeah, hey, I'll keep you, track of it. And then I'll, okay. Yep, that's how we'll do that. Got it. Um, Get a little, so, Paul, maybe yeah. I don't know if this is something you could do, but after this episode is live, mm-hmm. you might want to just give somebody a little bit of like maybe a 10 minute soundbite about how you run a combat like this and how you decide to do what you do because sure. it might be useful to the listeners. Yeah. Maybe, you know, there's some DMs that don't really understand how to do these larger scale combats, but make them also entertaining and stuff. So, just a thought. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Um, Actually, I've been thinking about doing more um, instead of like world building Wednesdays, doing like some DM stuff. Like yeah. people can hop in and chat, and I'll go through like yeah. a a, a rule set of a game and explain great. what it does. Uh, yeah, I like that idea a lot, actually. So, These dicktards are going to spend all day reloading. <laughs> uh, needless to say, on my initiative for the soldiers backing up the guy, the big bad, uh, they're not rolling super hurt. Big bad. Um, oh, and I need Grigori's Inish. That's big bad? Yep. Yep. Rolls a niner, 69. Grigori Hensfield. That's like a thing, right? Like when designing a campaign to have a, a big bad. Yeah, BBEG. You'll often see it abbreviated. Yeah, on I've seen that in the forums. Right. Big bad evil guy. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> Orzok, what's your initiative? <laughs> well, I rolled a critical. <laughs> big bad. I mean, you're going to go for no one else. So allow me some a little bit of creative license with how it starts, but just assume when I finally get into it. I'll just say your I'm initiative is... Thirty. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Ornella, what's go uh, what's your initiative? Four. <laughs> well, you were you were you were daydreaming day like night. Four. Dr- you were night night daydreaming, thinking of those night moves. Harbeck. Oh, um, nice. I rolled a, a nine for myself, and I also that. rolled for Azakir. That's fourteen. Okay. Gracias, amigo. Thank you. You guys ever just want to put your dice in your mouth? Oh, yes. mouth? Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> before we get going, I just... <laughs> that's really good. I have this strange... I had this strange compunction when I lived in Texas that I wanted to drink gasoline a lot. 
Weird. We had this. We had a, our own gas tank on our our ranch, and I would fill up motorcycles and cars and stuff. And it was always very cold there. And I would just look at it. and I'm like, I just looks so good. It looked like the most delicious water ever. It would really fuck you up. I'm sure it would. Dude, when I was little, I like the. Oh, the smell of gasoline. The, oh, yeah. Right. But, like, the little, like, half marble things that you'd put in, like, the bottom of, like, fish tanks. Yeah. Or, like, yes. I, I wanted to eat those yeah. so bad. Yeah. Like, I would, like, scoop them up and, like, put them in my mouth. My mom would have to be like, you idiot child. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Every bad. time. Until I was, like, 14. Right. I had right. vivid oh. dreams where I, like, am chewing on pencils and can, like, feel the wood in mm. my mouth. And like splinter. I I used to destroy. Freud would have a fun time with that. Yeah, he loves drawing. Is that what Freud would say? He loves wood in his mouth. All right, sorry. I'm I'm still. Oh, he's still doing this. Still writing the initiative order down. So whatever. In case you forgot, I rolled a four. I'm not to you yet. I don't care yet. Wow. Um, guys, uh, talk about some filler while I write this down. So, filler. Um, hey. Gary Con, right? Yeah. What is that? Is it November? Is that no, right? No, it's in February. Oh, it's we have to March. wait that long. It's in to, March. It's in March. Really? Yes. That's when oh we went my this God. year. We just did it. Yeah, we did not that long ago. It feels like a year yeah, ago. It does. It was so fun. I wanted to do the whole time this next yeah, time. Yeah, me too. Me For too, sure. me too, me too. And... I want to play. I actually want us to host a game. That would be cool. I think that would be sweet. Mm-hmm. I think that like I, I didn't see anything there that was like specifically for focus on improv with tabletop role playing games. There definitely was not, Dude, and that's a huge skill for we this. We should teach a workshop. Yes. Yeah, that'd be sweet. If we start marketing things that way, maybe get some people to come to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be. That'd be game. Well, and the show thing, I think, would be... You're so cute over there. I think it would be... Thank you. It's kind of crazy idea, but, like, maybe we... I think that's everyone. Either we don't do the show or we spend more time building up our, you know, table rep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Table rep. Because, ideally, I, I would like to have it where... We take two players, and there's the us three and Paul's running, and we just... Yeah, you know, we don't we don't even number crunch. We're just like, here's what we're gonna do, and we mm-hmm. just like invite them into making like storytelling rather than, cause, yeah, you know, Brutal Blades was awesome because was. Yeah, he was, was so fun. He was, he was great storyteller. Yeah, the system was very light. It was a it got out of the way of the player. Where the other uh, one of the other games we did was like Heavy. everything was it was just I mean that that was literally Pathfinder. She was yeah. literally re- reading from a book, and right. it was it was level sixteen Pathfinder. So anyone right. listening that has played Pathfinder, we played Pathfinder at level sixteen with no knowledge of characters or anything. Yeah, it took a long time. I had more abilities than I've ever had. I've, yeah, in my, I've never played Pathfinder ever before in my life. I don't. Yeah, care that, to. that's and pretty it, hysterical. That the first one you play is a extremely high level god tier character. Yeah, yeah. That was really. Anyway, all right, let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. Let's get dirty. Orzok, you go first. So <laughs> I'm rattling everybody. So I'm I'm, and this is why I'm trying to say just hold on to the fact that I'm going to go first at some point. But mm-hmm. so. 
I the dark the 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 bolts fly past me and I'm I'm just staring at him and I'm I'm getting almost like a tunnel vision and I'm seeing his face and I'm recalling when he he didn't even do it himself he wasn't even brave enough to do it he had a man do it he called for the you know the you know, bring the axe down and the axe falls and my father's head rolls off and I still seeing that smug fucking look on his face and he's got it right now he's never really faced a challenge and i'm just sitting there and i'm seething and i'm seething and there is a a level of rage that's building in me that's i've never felt before and go to whoever's next uh so next up is volfin three um the volfin Speed is 50 feet. Each square These is... These are the creatures? Yes. Oh, fuck. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Oh, no. Wait, so how much is each of those squares on this grid? Five five feet. Five feet. They're five foot squares. Awesome. That's why you just counted off in fives, too. Uh, Azak- it is attention. Azakir's turn. Oh, shit. So, yeah, Azakir was just struck with the bolts, and um, I um, hop off Azak here, and I, I tell him, fly, go up. And he just goes straight up, launch, and um, is going to move um, around and circle around uh, the right flank of this team and get behind them. Stays left or stays right? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> to, to, so That's okay. If Paul is north, then heading eastward in, right. the, the, in their left flank... Um, He's not literally there. It's just to yeah, help. Yeah. Sure. And and he is going to dive bomb. Okay. Um, he's going to target... He's going to target one of the soldiers. Um, Tim, do you want to roll the dice? Yeah. Okay. Damn. No, I don't. Uh, that's an 11 to hit. Yeah. No, it does not hit. So fuck. So, so, but these guys have been watching him all day, right? Like they've been, well, not all day, but they've been tracking Azak here. It's how they found you. Right. And, uh, he's waiting, waiting, waiting for the last second. And then tuck and rolls out of the way as the Azak here, like slams into the ground, throwing mud and, uh, just the goop soup of the ground. Um, goop soup. Goop soup. And uh, he has multi-attack, so he can make three attacks. It can make one attack with its horn. Oh, he does have multi. That's what that means. Yep, multi-attack. Cool. So he gets to make two claw attacks now. Great. So. Same dude? Yes. That's 22 to hit. So that's a hit on number three. And 20 to hit. Okay, they both hit. So now roll damage, which uh, for Azakir's claw attack is 2d6 plus 6, and then an additional d4 fire damage on each attack. Where the fire damage come from? Uh, it's just like, uh, it's not literally fire damage. I just had to write something that added extra damage. Oh, okay. So the first one is uh, first attack. damage for 10. Jesus Christ. <laughs> cool. Oh, plus, plus a d4 fire damage on that. So find a d4. I got it. So another four. So it was 14 damage to the first target. 14, you said? Yeah. And then uh, 13 plus 15 damage to the second target. Right in their B-holes. Yeah. Uh, So the second target we'll say is 
right number, next number to two him. yep so yeah he lands and like misses the guy and now he's pissed and Azakir lets out a screech and then just one two left right hits both targets next to him yeah oh cool <laughs> that was the weirdest noise <laughs> pure joy uh orzak what does your takari do um it's actually like what it's watching me mm-hmm like is it concerned? These yours? Mm-hmm. Not really. I don't want to like What actually oh. So <laughs> So Orzak is standing there and is he's staring at this at this uh individual. He's kind of like as he moves, you see the Takari is lined up behind him and it's like literally doing the same moves. And it's like getting it's it's almost like a mirror image. Yeah, like they're locked in their minds, right. just matching movement, like two samurai facing off. And it and it's like like you know if it were kind of cat like, but the <laughs> like the little things on its back are like kind of rippling and spining. Everything's getting more aggressive, the stance and stuff. But it's like, and if anybody were standing next to it, which they're not, but its eyes are kind of like rolled back in its head. It's like shark mode. Yeah. So. It's not ready to move yet. Okay. All right. What did uh, you just do, Paul? Uh, I turned an hourglass that says seven minutes over for reasons that will be explained in about seven minutes. Uh, <laughs> one of the what soldiers' the turn. Um, as a bonus action, uh, he's going to reload. Um, these... Uh, crossbows, the rail, well, these rail bows are loaded like a magazine. And so all he does is pulls this lever across the body of the rail bow and slams another uh, bolt into the slot, takes a step back, aims at the uh, Azakir, who is now like ground pounding these right. dudes, uh, and is going to shoot. Okay, so 16 plus, plus 420. I think that beats it. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, because he is attacking the front, and Azakir has different AC from the front to, and then to the sides. Oh, that's what the parentheses is. Okay. Yep. Um, so that hits. So, okay, so he takes seven damage. Okay. Um, that was weird. I just heard a very distinct but yet quiet. What the fuck? Uh, and he, oh what, what the fuck? I thought you were putting a dice in your mouth and you're like, oh, what the fuck? It's like, a gummy bear and it fell out of my mouth. You're a big girl. You got it. I got it. Shout Ooh. out to. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're ripping and. Oh, we're ripping and tearing. Work's going to suck tomorrow, but who cares? Actually, it won't. We'll be riding high. Um, Let's yeah, just stay my up boss all night. isn't going to be there tomorrow. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so now it is another turn. What'd you do with the paperclip there? Um, the t- the Azakir is marked. Okay. So uh, Soldier 5 is actually going to move up 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He is now towards the... F- uh, so, g- painting a picture of this battlefield, the Azakir is in the back line, uh, wailing away at these two soldiers 
who are just trying to fend him off with long swords. Azakir took a bolt from another uh, soldier in the midst, and uh, one of the soldiers then moves to the front opposite Azakir, heading towards where the party is now standing at the end of basically the street. Um, now, so that's his move. And then Harbeck, your turn. I cast Fog Cloud in a 20-foot radius. Fog Cloud, dude. So I'm, I look to Orzok and I go, you know where he is? I don't answer. I take that as a yes, and I cast <laughs> Fog Cloud. Around, around him? Around him. Whoa. 10, 15, 20. Mm. Well, this could get interesting. Yeah. Fuck. So what does that mean? So um, with Fog Cloud, um, create the... There's a cloud of fog. Yep, cloud of fog. And um, lasts for the duration or until a wind of moderate or greater speed disperses it. Lasts up to an hour. And basically they can't see. Who? Heavily obscured. Uh, basically attacks unless they have some sort of like keen senses or something are going to be made at disadvantage. So I do that and then I say um, go forth Arzak and I bless him. Oh shit. Oh dude you're going to hit like a fucking train. Tell me what that does again please. I think it's an extra d4 to your rolls. Pretty sure. Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, And like on any roll anytime make an attack roll or saving throw. You can just give him the me, yeah. Just give him the card. Oh, sweet. Thank you. Not to tell you how to live your life. No, too. that's a good point. Thank you. Yep. Uh, moving right along. Let's see, we're about halfway through. What the uh, fuck? Uh, Grigori's turn. Does the fog cloud stay on him, or is it the location it's that the he's... Location. It's centered on that point okay. in geography. So... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Fight me, coward! And he uh, reaches to his back and pulls out this huge uh, white greatsword. I mean, it, it's like the color of marble without any of like the vein or anything running through it. It's just this big white sword. So he's standing in front of the fog cloud now, closer to the circle. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gives himself a leadership die. He can give himself that? Yeah. Dumb. So what does that mean? Basically, he can utter a command and um, give a D4 to any hit roll or saving throw. He's a boss character. He gets kind of some cheap shit. All right, you both got your D4s. I don't know why that happened. Uh, this is really kind of a like a dry lick. <laughs> Every time Paul sticks his tongue out, I just lock eyes with his tongue, and it freaks me out. It's weird. Do it's right. Doing it right. Ain't no problem here. Okay, so one of the the guys that's getting fucked up by Azakir is going to uh, uh, attempt to stab it with a longsword. Can he... Is he in the fog cloud? Oh, yeah, so it's at disadvantage. Um, So, no. Yeah! That's a miss. Both uh, both attacks are a miss. Um... Or Nella, your tur- your Takari's turn. Your turn. I have a couple questions. Yeah, what's up? Um, first of all, I was shot with a bow. Yep. Do I need a thing? Am I marked now? Oh, you know, thank you for being honest. Yeah. 
Yeah. What does that mean? Well, you'll find out. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, the, the, you, there's probably some like poison or some shit in it. You pause the nope. timer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I I've didn't. Got that. I didn't want it to like. While sure. she's asking questions, I would feel unfair. Yeah. yeah uh, another thing is, what happens if I mount the Takari? Nothing. You can do that. That won't take I'm, up an action or anything. Right. But now I'm mounted. Yep. So doesn't that give me advantage? Yeah. You cool. attack anyone that is. If you attack anyone that is not mounted yeah then you get advantage are any of these fuckers mounted no cool um how far can i move on a mounted takari uh takari's movement i was trying to look at jason's sheet but he took it from me is there someone there i'm not supposed to see no uh takari's movement is 40 feet so is it 40 plus my movement or just 40 it's just 40 okay cool it also has the ability to leap an additional 25 feet and glide 30 feet so if you um, run, jump, and glide. Yeah, you that's, could move a lot. That's cool. Ninety-five feet, I think. Yeah. I want to mount my Takari. Oh yeah, done. Now what? Now I'm gonna move towards this guy in the front. Okay. So, yeah, you can just and you would five, ten. Oh, you 15. can move diagonally. Oh. You don't have to go. I want to be there. That's fine. Okay. Perfect. Is that close enough for me to hit him? Uh, no, you need to be like in the same square. No, um, since these are five feet squares, uh, to be in melee, you have to be adjacent. adjacent unless your weapon has reach, in which case, depending on the reach, you can be further squares away. So I got to be in the in the block next door. Yeah. Or a diagonal. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to do that guy though. I'll okay. do this guy. Okay. Great. And then I want to hit that guy with my axe. Okay. Do that. Do that thing. I was about to say I don't want to tell you how to role play, right? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you you can't uh, you, your action the Takar it's the Takari's oh, action. Shit. Yeah, your action right. is later. Oh, fuck. No, that's, that's okay. Right. But you can attack uh, with the Takari. Yeah, I want to do that. Okay, so Takari, roll a D twenty for me. Yep. Um, and you get plus four with the with this clause. So seventeen um beats the armor class. Nice. Cool. So what's the Vulfin? Uh, Takari damage is uh, 2d6 plus 4. Uh, so 6 plus 4. Nice. 10. 10. Yeah, there you go. Woof. Big blinks. Big blinks. And then. How does that look? Um, I don't know how Takaris work, so. Uh, they got big, like, big velociraptor claws, yeah. front claws, which is it's what they mainly like, use to... <laughs> with its claws. Perfect. Um, next up, Wolfen Vuan. Um, 5, 10, 15. And you see this thing leap onto Azakir and sink its... Mm. Like, its jaws open extraordinarily wide, and its long forward fangs sink deep into Azakir's flesh... Holy fucking shit. It rolls it. So since it's marked, it rolls at advantage to try to grapple. Is that a double? A double, double it, So it rolled it double crit, crit fail. fail. Wow. All right. So that thing's going to get. Oh, <gasps> hey. So like um, the. Uh, so I didn't tell you guys this, but like when my goddess died, a little bit of it went into Azakir to give it the flowery stuff. Nice. So maybe that's what's happening now. I don't know oh. what to do with that. but so maybe a little bit of the just some divine protection i guess yeah um azakir just uh it tries to latch on to azakir's neck and it does get in a little bit but azakir takes its head and flicks it 
uh, and the thing goes flying over here and hits that building and takes four damage. Nice. Boom, bam. You gonna start that timer up again? Oh, thanks for reminding me. That's really good. Um, Where are we at in that order? uh, We're almost to the bottom. Okay. Um, Which is me, I think. Now one of the guys attacking Azakir goes. Are you guys still up next to me? Mm-mm. Um, that's a hit. Oh, okay. I hit uh, my Takari. I'm mounting oh, the Takari. Oh, yeah. sweet. Oh, uh, Azakir takes uh, four, 12 damage. Okay. I think if you're mounted, you get advantage. I know. I already asked all my questions. Oh, cool. I got it. Rad Dad. I got Rad this. Rad Dad. Rad Dad. Now, the sorcerer takes two steps back. I don't like the sorcerer. Me neither. <laughs> I'm glad that we're all on the same page. Sorcerer bad. About this That's dick. That's where a lot of people should focus their bow shot. Bow shot. Bow shot. Bow shot. This is so fun. Look at this little Davery ghost. He's given us. So you know, much we can power. play till three. I'll still be okay at work. I don't care. <clears throat> I don't, I don't have, have to job. work. We'll, we'll just we'll just play till it's done. This will be probably a longer episode, but whatever. It's late game. Who gives a shit? I don't care. Um, <laughs> I like this side of Paul. It, and it's only important to me, so you know. I guess <laughs> it's only important to me. So I'm, 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 Yolo. What are you doing, Paul? Counting. So our DM is drawing some things on our, our on our map. Um, um, we're not sure. The sorcerer seems to be doing a lot some of sort squiggly of, lines. Uh, what I would like to call shittery. I to think that's us. a piece of my hair stuck in your marker. Sorry, not sorry. Um, so Maybe he casts he casts wall of he casts <laughs> he casts wall of fire. Um, when the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a dex saving throw. So, Avery just died. Um, <laughs> no, not again. So uh, five feet in front, five feet in back. Um, so it doesn't hit anyone, but it does hit you, Ornella. So you need to uh, you need to make a dex save, and so does the Takari. Takari does not save. I critically fail. Oh. Ornella's gonna die. Uh oh. No. <laughs> you take. No, that should not happen. Says Paul. Says Paul. As he keeps Fuck, rolling dude. dice. I'm already take, so low. You take 22 damage. That's so mad. <laughs> or now it's going to die. Oh, yeah. I'm start screaming into the microphone. <laughs> um, sort yourself out. Oh, God. Pitter patter. Fucking degens. And then, the and then you see it. Yeah, uh, 13 health. You see it swirl its staff. And it casts. Fuck. Immolation. For and those at home, <laughs> Charity, is, Charity is just raising her hands and shaking violently. I didn't heal up. Yeah. I'm out of gummy bears. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I've got firewall. Yeah, you've you've been firewalled. I literally told Davery I was going to come back. I don't know if you should have done that. I thank you, Tim. <laughs> Jesus, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> Foolish You're gonna mortal. be fine. You're my voice of reason always. <laughs> That's too bad. Not so reasonable. Oh my god. Getting out my healing spells. See what I got. Wow, I'm like, I've got something. So uh, instantly, uh, he he takes his staff and spins it around really quick and points it at. Azakir and casts Immolation. Flames wreathe one creature you can see within range. The target must make it make a dex saving throw. It takes 8d6 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. So go ahead and make a dexterity save for me. The number you have to beat is... For Harbeck? Uh, for Azakir is 15. You have to beat a 15. Easy. Plus... Uh, that's oh my saving throws so that's 18 okay so you only take half <coughs> of 8d6 damage oh cool so 7 plus 12 is 19 23 and 26 so half of 26 13, 13. It takes okay. 13 damage so I should explain uh, what he did. So this sorcerer, uh, sorcerers have sorcery points they can spend to enhance their spells. Yeah. So normally you can't cast two spells like that at once, but he used a sorcery point to cast Quicken Spell, which turns a spell into a bonus action. Okay. Um, so yeah, Azakir takes half of 26, so which is 13. It's probably getting to be painfully obvious that that guy needs to yeah, go. Yeah, to go. My people need a place to go. Needs to be taken out. No longer welcome at the party. <laughs> party foul. Next Pull up, the party foul next with that up firewall. Is How is it not my turn yet? You're, There's so many. You're sort of at the bottom. <laughs> and I mean that with all the love in the world. Oh, God. We all will go through that at one point or another. The bottom? Yes. <laughs> we'll all go through the bottom. One, very two, wise. three, four. <laughs> Uh, now it is Ornella's turn. <laughs> it's your turn. So I want to get the fuck away. Okay. From this. Yep. That's happening. Yep. Uh, How do you so, intend um, to do that? So I can move. I can move forty feet on the Takari, just like mm-hmm. running or whatever. So, uh, if you're engaged in melee with someone, uh, am I? I mean, the I, I mean, I just hit it. I mean, come on. This, <laughs> Okay. So you can take the disengage action, which counts as a main... So I know this is a lot, but disengage action mm-hmm. does, means that you don't provoke an opportunity attack when you move away. But, but you it, can't But you can't but attack. But I can't attack. Yeah, so yep. basically your whole move is just to get the fuck out of that position. Um, I have 13 hit points, so yeah, I think that's what I need to do. And I, Yeah, so I'm just going to move. I'm going to disengage. Yep, okay. And then move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 to there. Perfect. I would, um, I, I'd say you could probably move a different way. Like <laughs> like this way? Instead of like a knight in chess, just like a bishop. 
Oh, yeah, I, right. yeah, I Angles. know. Um, I thought, I don't... You were here, so I don't know if that... Just jump right between them. Oh, wait, yeah, you were there. Yeah, because he was tagging. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't have to, like, go around. Flip it. You don't have to go, yeah, yeah horizontally, yeah, yeah. vertically. You can go diagonal. Okay, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. There that's you go. where I want to go. That way they can hopefully not immediately right. attack you right. again. Yeah, cool. That's what I want to do. Um, and and then, then I have a second wind Yep. to regain some nice. hit points. Oh, yeah. So bonus action, regale HP equal to 1d10 plus fighter level. Damn. So 1d10 plus 6? I know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. It's right here. Yep. Two plus six is eight. All right. Yeah, come back. Come back, boys. <laughs> so sorry. Feel with vigor. <laughs> so sorry. I don't feel anymore. I'm at 21. You don't, none? I have some, but not like I used to. Mother. Mother. Uh, so he, uh, so one of the other soldiers, um, basically the, what's happening on the battlefield, the soldiers are spreading out and looking to concentrate on the Azakir while the wolves are harassing Ornella and our party members um, besides Ornella are stuck behind a giant 20 foot high wall of fire uh, that is separating the two groups. So in true uh, Dictard fashion, the uh, soldier is going to reload the crossbow and shoot at Azakir. In the same turn? What do you mean? They can reload in this... They use a bonus action to reload their crossbows. Oh, okay, cool. Because they have the they have ammo, so eventually they'll have to reload the whole magazine. But they have several um, shots before that that happens. Um, um, <clears throat> he rolled a eighteen. No, it would have been nineteen. So that's a hit. Um, and Azakir takes uh, ten more damage. Okay. Now, we, we are at the top of the turn. Wow, order. we did okay, it in a full so round. <laughs> here's what's going to happen. So, I'll do this like people are standing next to me, but they're not anymore. Um, so, Faroth, or, oh my God, I just said Faroth because that was my, one of my old characters in the D&D campaign. Oh. Holy Awkward. shit. Really calling oh. upon some it's deep like stuff here. ex-wife shit. Um, <laughs> Um, no. So Orzok is kind of like shaking and like, and at the same time, the Takari behind him is shaking and moving in the exact same way. And what's, what starts happening is you start seeing these things. So out of Orzok's chest, these, these plates start kind of like popping out of his skin. What the shit? Plates as in like scaly hardened. Right. Like, right. It, what looks exactly like the front of a Takari. So Harbeck is standing next to you watching this happen. <laughs> out of his shoulders, the, the same things keep going and they are going down his forearms and they grow in front of his arms and out of his, his ridge of his nose starts popping forward and spiking up and there's like almost like a crest that goes over the top of his hair and his fingers, if you could see it, are like start, they don't turn into like it's not like fingernails, but like they harden and they lengthen and his feet do the same thing. And he like 
it's all very quiet, which normally when he goes into a rage, he yells something and he goes and inspires himself. And this is just very quiet. And he puts one foot in it. His leg kind of bends like he has more strength than you would think. He puts one foot up on like higher than it would go up on top of the balcony and his toes grip it. And his other foot kind of puts him up on top and he crouches on it. And he's kind of his arms are hanging to his side. And he looks down and he just just jump and just clears those flames and he lands right down right down on that like right there oh yeah right by a big bad right by a big bad and it's like before anything can happen two attacks just it's happening okay holy crap so advantage on attacks from the above yep uh, how's a 22? Is that going to hit? Yep. Okay. I'll just do the other attack real quick, too. Um, that was on the edge. Uh, 19? Uh, so the first one should hit. Well, the first one hits, and the second one should hit, uh, but he actually is quite deft with his great sword as well and actually parries... I mean, this looks like it should hit, but he p- actually manages to parry it. Okay. Meaning he has, yeah. So he spent his reaction. Oh. I'm fine. Yeah, you don't. All right. Well, there's a lot of shimmy and a chicken and a dun and a bant. Hi, baby, no, 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 All right. Do that, do that damage. Damage. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> However, that is still se- seven damage. Okay. You have the, the D4, the blessing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait, to hit. To hit. Okay. Well, that's going to change something. So so I have to roll a D4 along with every roll. Die. Okay, so. If you roll a one, it's a fail. If you roll a two or above, it's a success. Three. So yeah, the second one. So maybe he does parry it, but the blessing you just drive force it down it. through. Yeah. All right. So does that affect damage too? Okay. So to hit. All right. So here we go for the second hit. Ew. That's really good. Getting loose. Yeah. Sixteen. There we go. Sixteen damage. Yeah. Fuck yeah. To BBEG. <laughs> to BB King. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Lucille. <laughs> no more. <laughs> yes. Strings of the guitar. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, that's your turn, Orzok. So, yeah, uh, yes. And these plates that are formed, they are like, they look very similar to the uh, Takari. Sorry. Hey. It's all good. Anyway. Uh, I love it. Wolfen 3. Uh, is going to attack you and he gets pack tactics Vulfin has advantage on an attack roll against a creature if at least one ally is within five feet of said creature right on what the fuck is this timer for she's trying to keep things fast enough I had where's whatever there it is um so, 19? That'll hit. Okay. Even with your extra armor that just grew out of your skin? Jesus. 
Nineteen's pretty solid. That is a yeah. You freaked me out. You started transforming, and I was like, "If Orzok's a fucking crab preacher, <laughs> I'm gonna I, flip that... this table over." <laughs> you would too. Uh, you take eight damage. So you rolled eight. Uh, total. Okay, so I take four. Oh yeah, sorry. I will always tell you the totals. Yes, you do the math, right? Uh, and then you need to make a DC 16 strength roll for me, or strength save. Okay, so I roll crit on that, or I roll, I just inherently roll a critical. No, I roll advantage on that, I'm sorry. Yes, I beat it. So this thing tries to lock on to your arm, and, uh, you, you take the damage, but you're able to, like, Get the thing off of your uh, off of your arm. Now it is Azakir's turn. Really high DC, man. They're strong jaws. Yep, oh. multi attack. Um, horn claw claw. Okay, horny claw claw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do it. 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 Uh, so, you know you horns a eleven. That is a miss. First claws a crit. Oh God. Fuck yeah. And the second claw is uh, three, or uh, it's, what is that? Yeah, nine. That is a miss. But the crit. But the crit, though. Who is the crit on? Um, guard three or guard two? Yeah, guard three or guard two. I'm calling them guards. Legionnaire three or legionnaire two? Two. Okay. Um, he has one single point more of damage. I knew it. <laughs> so 2d6 plus six plus the d4. Uh, but on a crit, you do double damage dice. Oh, okay. So you do 4d6 And then damage. a 2d4 fire damage? That's rad. I, need these. I think you're going to kill him. Uh, Jesus! Nice! Wow, that is like really big damage. That's 19 plus 6 is 25 damage. Do I need to roll the d4s? Uh, no. Can you I can... anyway? Yeah. <laughs> I really don't need to, but it's fun. One... Four, five, uh, yeah, so extra five fire damage. Extra five fire damage. Extra five fire damage, friend. Uh, yeah, it dies. Um, yeah, Azakir just, like, attacks with the horn, misses. Attacks with the claw, misses. And with his last claw attack, um, catches one by, and picks him up by his body and just, yeah, just explodes him, crushes him in his claws. <laughs> Orzox Takari. All right. So it's he's up there kind of mimicking my moves and I I sick him on the caster. And he he kind of does the same kind of thing. He kind of like juts himself back as far as he can, so like he, caterpillars his forward body and then <laughs> leaps and What's his? Five, 10, yes. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70. <laughs> this caster's going to get fucking wrecked if he gets hit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah. It's like we're, we're throwing. <laughs> you got your Takari in my suit. <laughs> All right, that's a hit. Um, Takari does an extra damage dice on a hit from a leap. So 3d6. So seven plus five is twelve. Oh, thank you. Plus four is sixteen damage on the caster. Fuck yeah! All right. Now we're getting somewhere. You guys are welcome. 
for all this that I'm doing for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you took I, like I most know. of the first salvo, and now everyone gets to do cleanup because you took basically all. You took a bunch of damage. Yeah, you you're did welcome. your part. Like I said, you're a tank. That's what you do. Tank McGinnicundy. <laughs> That's what Davery likes about me. Right. I like how tanky you are. Man, you're so tank. <laughs> Tanks for nothing. <laughs> If a guy said that to me in real life, I'd probably punch him in the face. Good thing it's not, now, not real though. life right now. Not real life. <laughs> not now, though. You'd be like, really? Oh, tanky? Let me really? show you what so. the treads can do. <laughs> um. Ew. <laughs> what? I don't know. Just trying to relate. <laughs> Married life. Buried life. Happy wife, happy life. Happy yeah. life, life. Happy people and things and stuff. Happy Wi-Fi. Happy Wiffy. And Wiffy. Don't get too sniffy. <laughs> I don't like that. So uh, I do. I don't. I ran out of counters. Full on coke. But two more legionnaires come what? out from this house. Of course they do. Well, Paul. I, look, it's fine. Um, and they have fine. they have crossbows. And you know what else is fine? Combat in 5th edition. Hi there. It's me, the Beguiler. Prince of Lord Gargataloth, bringer of crab preachers, and sower of woe. I'm a demon. We do our best at Des Moines and Dragons to have gripping, tense, drama, and vibrant blood-soaked action. So coming up is part 4 of episode 13. Thanks for listening, and don't forget that the end is nigh, and the Lumen Scourge will be your doom. Unless you give your realm to me and mine. <laughs>